welcome to It's Not That Deep. This week's episode, we'll be asking why do we care so much about what we look like? And this has been actually something that's been playing on my mind in the last few weeks because I turned 50. And I do find occasionally myself looking in the mirror and seeing a face that I'm not as familiar with, you know, things are changing. And my other half, rightly so, says to me, you know, a few wrinkles is better than the alternative, you know, and he's got a point and that gets me in check. But it's got me really thinking um, about why it is that we put so much weight on the way we physically look, how we seem from the outside. Um, Because, you know, this face of mine isn't me, Um, it's a representative, you know, it's my skin, essentially, isn't it? So, yeah. So can we start, Adrienne, by kind of looking at where does that all stem from? I like going right back to these things because they're often a, an evolutionary thing, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think, I think that, uh, that we're always going to come back to that sort of evolutionary uh, aspect. And, and I guess um, it's about attracting a mate and procreation and that being sort of the the point of being of life right is about is about reproduction reproduction yeah that continuation of the species is actually called a primary driver for 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 every species on earth isn't it well and when you look around you at at the natural world you know you you've got peacocks and 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 all sorts of birds particularly with all those beautiful colors and it's all about kind of attracting you know magpies collecting things to decorate themselves and their nests and And those ones that do those incredible dances on those david attenborough programs they're just so brilliant aren't they you know they're just like ridiculous who can jump the highest and dance the ridiculous that's not a word but it is for now (laughs) so so it's understandable why we have this it's almost like a hardwired thing yeah it's not because we're vain or because you know it's it's some shallow quality there is actually a real reason that it's there Absolutely, and when you think about things like kind of basic hygiene, you know, they're they're gonna if if you don't have good hygiene, that is going to put put someone off. Um, Especially in this modern world where yeah. hygiene has got ridiculous. I mean, you think of the the Middle Ages or something. Standards weren't quite as high, were they? No, absolutely <laughs> not. You know, sewing yourself into your clothes for the whole of the winter, and um, oh. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but however, you know that. Even then, they disguised the smells, and that's wow. partly because I think we we associate those unpleasant odors or lumps and bumps and um, it with ill health. That's so, right. So, so not being not being an appropriate sort of mate, not being somebody whose genes you would want to uh, yeah. mix with your own. Yeah, that's really interesting, isn't it? Because I was thinking that maybe it was something around you know we have the. The facility, that's not the right word, but this this disgust um, function to ensure we avoid eating, you know, things that are going to be poisonous or or those kind of things. And actually it's similar, isn't it? If there's a bad smell, it means perhaps disease or rot or something. And actually that's going to make us choose perhaps a different mate um, than than the one that doesn't. So again, you know, those, those basic standards of care it's just gone a bit bonkers these days hasn't it well I think that's the thing isn't it that that you you know you know I love my pendulum um uh analogy but it 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 does feel like like that it's a continuum right and up up one end is the I need to make myself this 
unattainably uh, perfect version. Yeah. It kind of started with Barbie, I think, you know. That, that kind of almost, it was, well, not almost disproportionate, literally disproportionate kind of unattainable female form. Mm. Apparently if Barbie was a real person, she'd kind of fall over. She's so disproportionate. But... But that has been idealised in some way, that there's a right way to look. And that almost feels very sad and, and, and a bit frightening. Mm. Um, yeah. But that people are kind of almost being influenced. And we know it is around social media. And that's, again, it's not just since the advent of the internet. This stuff started before then with kind of... Um, you know, choosing a particular icon of the way that they looked. And people always hark back, don't they, to Marilyn Monroe actually being kind of a, a, a larger size woman and that being okay then. And then you fast forward a bit to the 90s and you've got this heroin chic, this skinny, skinny thing being um, the most popular. And then later you've got Kim Kardashian and a big booty. And, you know, so things change and they're fashionable, um, but perhaps only temporarily. Yeah. Um, and currently we're in this phase of the filtered look, you know. And I know from listening to um, an audiobook that I keep referencing and a lot of stuff that I do, but it's really fascinated me, which is Stolen Focus by Johan, Johan, he pronounces it, Hari, where he's saying that the people at Instagram created filters for a laugh, you know, but it's now become... Oh, taking them terribly seriously. Terribly serious. Yeah. But this is the way my face is supposed to look. If yeah. I were pretty or if I were handsome, this is what I would look like. And there's certain filters that say things like, you know if you're kind of hot or not, if this filter either makes you look like Marilyn Monroe or look like Widow Twanky. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so on some people, this particular filter, you know, it actually looks good. And on some people, it looks like they're, you know over made up and look ridiculous so for those people that are using that filter and perhaps taking that seriously that feels quite sad and upsetting yeah god yes yeah and as somebody who who felt really unattractive as a child you know that 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 that, that idea that that, that you're kind of feeding that as you go on that you're right that that social media hasn't created this, but it has democratized it in you know to make it much more available yeah. um, and also much easier to find something that will tell you you're not okay. Absolutely. And of course, we grew up in a world where we know that there was a life before this stuff. yeah, but the current young people having to come into a world where it feels like that really is one of the most important traits of being human mm. is to look a certain way. Yes. And that physical appearance is is most important, where everybody really, hopefully, knows that actually it doesn't count for that much in the grand scheme of things. You know, we might all have or know someone that's super, super pretty, but if they weren't a pleasant person, would we choose to hang around with them? because they were pretty? Does someone stay with a husband because he's attractive even though he's mean and nasty and horrible? You know, I'd like to think, no, that when push comes to shove, that doesn't become the most important thing. Someone's kindness, someone's care, someone's wit or whatever it might be. Yeah, absolutely, yes. So it, it's, so it comes back, I think, 
what we're saying is, is, that, is that we need to come back to what are our core values, what are the important things in our life. And one of those is going to be about having enough self-respect to take care of ourselves, right? Um, and it's about how do, we, how do we find that line and, and it's not a, and it's not a hard and fast line. It's a blur, you know, where we where we sort of tip over into thinking, well, what I now must have are fillers and uh, butt implants yes. and 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 um, pec implants and yeah, take a couple of ribs out so that I can have a a better hip to waist ratio or what well, you know whatever exactly. these are these are permanent changes and as you've alluded to the beauty is fashionable right well, so yeah. and it changes over time what's fashion changes over time so you make a permanent change to your body and then all of a sudden a different look is in what what does that say and how does that leave you feeling? Well, I know how it leaves me feeling because I plucked my eyebrows to within an inch of their life in the 90s and they've never properly grown back. And my eyebrows as they were when I was 22 would have been great over the last 10 years, you know, when the bushy eyebrows were back. And they weren't even overly bushy. They were really just great eyebrows. I look back at photos and I think, why did I do that to myself? But of course, I can fill my eyebrows in with a bit of pencil in a way that, you know, perhaps I can't take my butt implants out or you know I haven't got butt implants for anyone <laughs> listening I'm just saying had I done something quite so permanent um, and quite so sort of drastic yeah. it's quite drastic in the need to to get some sort of validation as if that's what's going to make me uh, um, a, a better human for other people yeah and I think that's the thing isn't it that 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 this is about it's a it's a seat so a search for happiness and we think if we look right it's like it's like if i if i buy that car or if i have that house or if i have that job then then i will be happy so this this seeking of of an external solution for something that is actually an internal issue yeah is issue the right word yeah an, it, an, an internal state yes so i mean we talk often in in these chats about this sense of kind of searching for that happiness you know having a sense of dissatisfaction with things that there's a an itch we can't scratch you know and this is kind of one of those things we think might be a solution if I looked a certain way um, then I'll be happy in the same way that if I bought myself a, a car other people will view me and it and it is that distinction between wanting to appear a certain way to other people to get validation rather than realising that the only route really to contentment, to ease, is to be okay with who you are. And it's so difficult to do that, isn't it? So because because, I, because I'm suddenly very aware that I have spent the last two weeks going, if only I could lose a couple of kilos, then my holiday will be lovely. Oh, you know, yeah. otherwise I'm not going to enjoy it and I, and, I, and I won't deserve it in some way or I won't, you know. And, 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 and it's hard to kind of step away from that and think, what be the healthy thing? So would it be healthy for me to be a few kilos lighter, you know, or actually would it be healthy for me to do some weight training and uh, as a woman in my 50s, right, that, that, that the, way I, the way I look, what, what looks attractive to me now, might, that might need to change to being strong 
because that will be healthy and protective um, going forward rather than rather than you know oh I'll buy a dress that I like in a size slightly too small and then torture myself until I can fit in it properly yeah and then never doing that and well even if we do do it we know it doesn't last because those kind of uh, ways of trying to enhance or change um, they don't address what's really going on do they no yeah so you're absolutely right to point to the fact that that um, it's so much easier said than done and it's easy for us to sit here and say oh everyone should just be like okay with exactly who we are and that is of course the ideal mm. to just be okay with yeah and, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to look nice as we mentioned before it's hardwired but it's when that kind of goes into overdrive when we think that the way in which we look is is bad or you know it's going to to make people not like us or something yeah yes and fixing that is paramount to our happiness mm. um and it it is just as you said it's just the sort of outer clothing of us yeah. so thinking about thinking about you know what it is oh so if it, that noise if anybody heard that that was the bin men going past um yeah there was a little bit of beeping earlier they, they'll forgive us by now they know you know we're normal people in a normal house absolutely um the, 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 the actually thinking about what what would make us happy or content i'm I'm slightly, I'm slightly averse to the idea of I need to be happy the whole yeah. time. Even, even the American Constitution only gives them the right uh, for the pursuit of happiness, right? And I, yeah, and I think that we always tread carefully around this word mm. because neither of us wants to say, you know, that we peddle happiness. You know, we, our jobs both are to try and help people to find more joy in their life to flourish more and and of course at certain times that will make us feel happy but it's not a constant state and I think that's what's that's what's the challenge here it's everything is always in flux our moods and stuff so this idea that we can just be a happy person is is not a it's not like a finite thing is it it will it will move and change but I'm not opposed to the word. I think the problem is that it's often misunderstood yes. what, what happiness is. So I do, I do get your trepidation around, you know, not wanting to use it. But I think you're spot on um, in so far as actually that's when we need to step back to zoom out and say, fundamentally, what is it that's going to make me happy? And so often when we're looking to the outside to fix, it doesn't work, does it? You know, I know so no. many people that kind of need to always have a holiday booked, for example, because that's when they're happy. Like, what about the rest of the time? Like, we need to find ways of finding contentment with life in between the holidays. Holidays are a time that perhaps we are happy for a whole week or two weeks or something, but maybe not too. Well, that's the thing. It puts an awful lot of pressure (laughs) on it, So much pressure on it. And then what happens the Monday morning we're back at work or something? You know, it's like this balloon has been popped. So how else might we find it and it doesn't come from those external things no. they enhance however we are already um so what and i suppose it's a rhetorical question really mm. what are the important values to each of us you yeah. know how do we want to be viewed values wise and and and, and how as yes. a pretty person as a nice person and how do they how do they show up in our world and i think i think you know that's the work right mm. that is, is is thinking about 
rather than rather than thinking I'll reach for something external to fix my discontent yeah. with my world, what is it that I that isn't working for me? You know, yeah. and and is that something that I can change? And we know it is because yes. that's what we're doing for ourselves. Like it's not like there's a there that we are at. No, uh, gosh, we, no. we need to make this really clear. We yeah. sit here from a very human place, experiencing exactly the same um, journey as everyone else. But yes. but the work towards that place we know comes from within, and, yeah. and we've hopefully got some tools that help us. To, to, to do that. Yeah, you know. so finding contentment with ourselves um, and uh, and being clear about what our, what our core values are and how we want them to show up in the world. I think that's really important. Um, and they are going to include things like respecting myself enough to shower every morning and, you know, put clean clothes on and yeah. mascara. Um, in my in my case, uh, you know that, that that's not a that's not a bad thing, and it's also not the be all and end all. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's so interesting, isn't it? That it is this primitive function, if you like, that because we've evolved. Actually, not because we've evolved, because the world has changed. Yeah. In such a ridiculous way. I mean, it is quite ridiculous mm. to think of the world we are currently having to navigate, negotiate, um, that actually it distorts what these primitive functions were for um, and things go into overdrive. Yeah, and, and, and what, what we create on social media and, and, and the media in general is, a, is an airbrushed version, mm. you know, and, and that's not just about appearance, you no. know. So quite often our dissatisfaction comes from comparing our own lives and how we feel with with our friends' curated curated version, version on social media, right? Uh, and 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 of course we all do that. I I don't I don't post anything on on you know on a, on a day when I'm when I'm massively lacking in self confidence or feeling like everything has gone to hell in a handcart you know I've just had a massive row with my husband yeah you know, exactly. we don't do that no, sort of stuff no. as humans do we no, on those days I'd probably post a picture of Maud the cat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh so I'm really keen obviously to to kind of wrap this up with some okay what then you know yeah and for me my kind of thoughts around it are what's important to me really you know if I were considering you know, changing my face in some way. Let's go back to that because really that's how this all started. Does it change the person of me? Um, does it enhance my life in any way, really, that, that I've done something? I don't know who it's for either, yeah. really. Is it for me or is it because I believe that... Because this is the primitive thing is saying I should look a certain way, you yeah, know. Absolutely, and it is might that, be that primitive well, thing. It, yes, absolutely. That that is the only way that people will like me. That's all I have to offer is how I look. But and, I don't look at other people no. thinking, you know, people that are older than me, people that may have more wrinkles than me or whatever. I don't look at them thinking you should have had some work done, love. No, I don't. No, and also if you look around our social circles, we haven't curated a social circle of 
beautiful people you know we've we've, we've created I a, think we have but there's the but, different but it's kind an, of beauty it's an internal it's, beauty exactly. right it's about who they are as a person exactly. because we wouldn't hang around with beautiful people that were horrible no Going back to that point no exactly yeah. yeah so what is really important can I reflect on the fact that this driver to to perhaps enhance or change might just be a primitive function and I don't need to procreate <laughs> As a 50-year-old woman, you know. And actually, what's important to me, values-wise, I, I would rather people thought, she's nice, yeah. she's helpful, yes. she's reliable, she's funny, maybe. You know, I would definitely go with that one. <laughs> I mean, it's, very, it's very important to me that people think I'm funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Uh, anything else for you to add? Actually? Yeah, no, I I do think that's the important thing is is at that moment when I'm when we're when we're seeking something external, um, and thinking about changing ourselves to think is there something that I'm unhappy with in the way I'm showing up in the world and can I uncomfortable though it is kind of sit with that and think about who would I like to be what is it I would like to show to the world from 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 the inside. Yeah. And it just is pointing to that uh, the podcast that we did about avoiding discomfort. Yes. So if anyone hasn't listened to that, maybe that's one to turn to now. Yeah, absolutely. I did. Yeah, links very, very nicely into that. How do we become comfortable with that discomfort? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You've been listening to It's Not That Deep with Adrienne Kirk and Lucy Woods. If you've enjoyed listening, then why not subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes?